Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Well, they're celebrating the Queen's birthday in England. It's all about soccer in Brazil. They're electing a new president in Afghanistan this weekend. And in Philadelphia, residents and visitors awoke Saturday morning to a strike by commuter rail employees. If you're traveling, any of those events might affect you. If you're not traveling, well, join me this hour as we tour the world on America's favorite radio travel show. I'm Rudy Maxa, a contributing editor with National Geographic Traveler and host and producer of 91 episodes on the world's great destinations for public television stations, coast to coast. In a few minutes, we're going to talk with a customs official about why you should join the Global Entry Program, even if you hardly ever travel abroad. We'll meet the owner of an airport boneyard. It's a huge expanse in the Arizona desert where commercial aircraft go to retire or be dismembered or die. If you drive between Phoenix and Tucson, you'll be as amazed as I was recently to see so many aircraft from around the world park row after row in the sun there. And just in time for Father's Day, our tech consultant Jason Harris drops in with some cool suggestions related to travel. And if you've always wanted to attend one of those great California wine and food fests, consider planning now for a September celebration called Wine Song in the Mendocino neighborhood. It's a charity auction and a tasting set in one of the country's most beautiful destinations. Then we'll consider the humble almond. You know, a few weeks ago we considered olives and how to visit olive... uh, uh, groves around the world. This week it's almonds. My guest Betsy Fentress knows all about almonds. She'll fill us in on how and where you can visit popular almond orchards and festivals. I have a couple of deals of the week, but first some quick travel news. Priceline, the huge travel site for airline tickets, hotels, and rental cars, and that uh, also invites you to name your own price for those last two categories if you choose. Just paid two point six billion. That would be billion with a B billion dollars to purchase Open Table. Open Table, of course, is the worldwide restaurant reservation system that uh, gives you some dining bucks if you reserve enough tables and are a member of Open Table. Now, if you happen to own Open Table stock, well, you're in big luck. On Thursday, a share of Open Table was worth seventy dollars and change when the stock market closed. With the Priceline purchase the next day, that would be Friday. That stock leapt forty three percent a share. It's now worth one hundred and three dollars. 70 to $103 a share overnight. People Express is back. You have to be as old as I am to remember the original airline called People's Express. It flew out of Newark to various U.S. destinations uh, beginning in 1981. And two years later, it began deeply discounted flights between Newark and London's Gatwick Airport. Fares began at $149 each way. Even back then, that was a big deal. Passengers paid in cash when they boarded their flights. And the airline became the first to charge for checking a bag, $3 each. Well, anyway, in 86, People's Express had stretched itself a bit thin. Competitors got better pricing their tickets, and the airline was forced to merger because they were under a heavy load of debt. Well, now comes a new People's Express out of Newport News, Virginia. It'll begin flying to seven destinations on June 30th, and tickets just went on sale this past week. Prices are as low as 79 bucks each. It follows the model of other discount carriers such as Spirit. So you'll be charged for the extras. 15 bucks if you want to choose your seat beforehand. 25 bucks extra for a more roomy exit row seat. 20 bucks to check your first bag. 25 for a second one. Now, People's Express, this one, promises it will be a low-fare carrier that treats you as a VIP. You can find details and its initial routes, including Atlanta, Boston, West Palm Beach, at its website, which is FlyPex, P-E-X, I guess, stands for People's Express, FlyPexPEX.com. And, uh... Battle between Delta and Alaska Airlines at Seattle's airport just keeps growing. 
Even though both Delta and Alaska are members of the same airline alliance, both airlines seem locked in a death match to add more and more competing flights uh, to beat the brains out of each other. This week's Alaska set it to launch 27 new daily flights by next spring. Delta's adding flights, too, including destinations as disparate as Montana and Hawaii. Is Seattle a big enough town for both these airlines to prosper? Well, so far, neither airline is backing down. More and more Americans are paying $85 and applying for TSA pre-privileges. That allows you to go through airport security without removing your shoes or computers from carry-on luggage, etc. But I think a better deal costs only $15 more, and it's the global entry pass that U.S. Customs folks make available. Now, even if you only travel abroad occasionally, global entry allows you to bypass immigration lines when you return to the States via major gateway airports. You just put your fingers on a fingerprint reader and Bob's your uncle. But it also gives you TSA pre-status as well. The Global Entry Program is marking its sixth anniversary, and John Wagner is the Assistant Commissioner for the Office of Field Operations with U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Mr. Wagner, welcome to the show. Great. Thank you for having me. Now, I am correct. If I, if I apply for Global Entry and pay the $100 fee, I come into, the, into an airport and, and do the application process, and I'm approved, I will enjoy TSA pre-privileges as well, right? Yes, absolutely. That's correct. And there's no... There's no, no requirement that you travel abroad regularly in order to get a global entry pass. No, there's no minimum trips a person needs to take per year to qualify for global entry. All right. So how are you, fi- are you finding people, are you finding an accelerating graph of folks signing up, or is it sort of level year after year for these six years? Uh, we, yes, we've seen uh, a big uptick in, in enrollments over the last year or so, uh, driven a lot by the, the, the pre-check uh, benefit that we added to it, but also then the number of locations and the benefits. And as travel picks up, you know, we're seeing roughly about 60,000 applications a month, so about 15,000 a week are applying. And that's been fairly consistent over the past uh, year or so. And if you as a passenger has ever come into an international airport like, oh, JFK on a bad day when a lot of international flights, despite the fact that uh, uh, I know customs folks and border protection folks try to you know, get as many people in there, there's sometimes not enough room and lines can last for a long time. And the ability to, if you've signed up for this global entry, uh, uh, a perk, I would call it, um, the, 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 the ease of going to a kiosk and putting your four of your five fingers for uh, reading, which I just did from London three days ago, and just bypassing all those lines, hard to put a price on that. Now, how long does your global entry application, how long does that $100 last you? Do you have to re-up every year? It's good for a five-year enrollment period. Okay. And, and I've got to say, unlike, I mean, I've got bones to pick with TSA Pre, which is managed by the T- Transportation Security Administration, not... Uh, customs. Um, sometimes they put regular folks through there that slows everybody down. Sometimes they're not open. Um, sometimes you're not selected. And as uh, one of my friends, Joe Brancatelli, wrote, would you pay $85 for a service that sometimes you couldn't use? Well, that's one of my gripes. That is not the case with the global entry. Those kiosks are there. If the immigration lines are open, which of course they are when you land, then you use them. Any advice, John, that you give to friends and family who are asking about it uh, as far as applications go and, and using it? Well, it's definitely worth the enrollment. Uh, we think we're providing a very good product, and we're receiving a lot of good feedback on it. Uh, it takes a little bit of time to fill out the application online and then come into an interview location and meet with a CBP officer where we'll interview you about your travel and your history, and we'll collect your fingerprints, which we then match up later on when you use the kiosk. But then once you're enrolled, what you're, you're absolutely correct. When you come off the plane, you can proceed directly to a kiosk we have kiosks at I want about 52 airports now. 
wow. uh, in the United States. So we have plenty of kiosks. Uh, some of our larger locations, you know, can have 20 to 30 kiosks. Uh, so we have plenty of kiosk capacity. Uh, but you'll go to the kiosk. It takes about 45 seconds to go through the transaction. Uh, you fill out your customs declaration on the touch screen, so you don't have to fill out that form on the plane anymore and try to find a pen when you're in mid-flight to, uh, exactly. to fill that information out. And then uh, once you use the kiosk, it prints out a receipt, and you can proceed to claim your bags and exit the facility. So it really makes it... Uh, a very predictable, reliable, and quick and efficient uh, manner. But John, i got to cut you off. I appreciate Rudy it. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Introducing Orbitz Rewards. It's the only way to earn and redeem rewards instantly. And the only thing better than earning and redeeming instant travel rewards? Earning and redeeming even more instant travel rewards. When you join Orbitz Rewards, use the promo code GOGOGO for an extra 15% off eligible hotels. Instant rewards you can pile on top of more instant rewards. That's what we call happy. Sign up now at Orbitz.com slash rewards to get instant vacation gratification or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome to Boost Mobile. What can I get for you today? What are your options? Well, you can pick a phone and get a plan starting at just $40 a month with unlimited talk, text, and data. How much is the plan for uh, this smartphone? $40 a month. Even with the new Samsung Galaxy S5? Yep. How much is the plan with that shiny gold phone? It's got to be like, what, a thousand bucks, right? Wrong. No matter which phone you choose, our plan started $40 a month. But, but what? about pick the phone you want on the plan you want unlimited talk text and data starting at only $40 a month and right now you can get a free phone or $100 off a new phone when you switch to boost mobile boost mobile $40 plan includes 500 megabytes a month of 3g 4g high-speed data video streaming may be limited to 3g speeds shrinking payment discounts are not included with monthly unlimited select plans coverage not available everywhere sprint 4g lte reaches over 200 million people phone availability may vary free phone or $100 discount valid until 63014 and participating dealers in select markets with new monthly activations porting from non-sprint related carriers Carriers with purchase of a new device. Free phone limited to certain models. $100 credit applied towards purchase of Boost Phone. Additional restrictions apply. See in-store materials for details. At last, Nexium, the purple pill, is available without a prescription for frequent heartburn. See those women drinking their iced mocha whatevers? Now they have Nexium-level protection. That guy struggling to text and eat soup at the same time? Him too. Introducing Nexium 24-Hour, the protection of the number one prescribed acid-blocking brand, just without the prescription. New Nexium 24-Hour. Nexium-level protection, now in the heartburn aisle. May take one to four days. Use as directed to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. This segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by Orbitz Rewards, the way to earn and redeem rewards instantly. When you join Orbitz Rewards, use the promo code GOGOGO for an extra 15% off eligible hotel stays. Sign up now at Orbitz.com slash rewards or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors. So I was driving from Phoenix to Tucson the other day in Arizona, and I looked out the right side of my car and I found an, I saw an incredible acres and acres, hundreds of acres of, of commercial airplanes, jets sitting parked uh, in rows in the desert. And I pulled off the road and drove about four miles down a 
down a two-lane road. I pulled off the interstate, I should say, and I found the Marana Aerospace Solutions uh, Airfield. It is a place where airplanes go, well, to retire, many of them, or they're stored because airplane airlines have excess aircraft and so on. I asked who I could talk to about it, and I was given the name Jim Martin, and he joins me now. He is the CEO of Marana, am I pronouncing it correctly? Marana, Marana Aerospace Solutions. Jim, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thank you, Rudy. Thanks for having me. Okay, let, let's first of all, what do you call, is this an aircraft boneyard, graveyard? What, what is it colloquially called in the business? No, actually, it, it's, a, it's a storage facility um, that we have for commercial aircraft for, for some of the biggest names in, in aviation today. Uh, many of the planes that are out there are being stored and held for, for purchase by another, a third party or leased by a third party. And in many cases, the aircraft are stored there, and then ultimately those aircraft will be parted out, meaning that we will take the, the, the parts out of the aircraft, and then we will literally crush the hulls of the aircraft. And so obviously the plane will never fly again. Well, I noticed, I noticed a huge Lufthansa jet, I think, with, uh, with, with the cockpit cut, basically sawed right off the nose. Did somebody need the cockpit? Well, there's times where we will... Um, Sometimes we'll donate a cockpit to a school or a university, or um, so it, it, it comes in all shapes and forms. And 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 then there was another another aircraft. It was from a foreign airline, and 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 the engines were missing from under the wing. Right, that's not uncommon. Uh, sometimes you'll have um, a customer that will have a couple of aircraft, and they'll bring uh, they'll bring a couple of aircraft in at the same time, and then what they'll do is they'll take the engines from one aircraft that still have many cycle cycles left uh, and they'll put those engines on another aircraft and fly it out. All right, I know you've got 460 of acres of storage there. Can you guess how or do you know how many airplanes are parked there? We have about 170 aircraft. Now, I thought, you know, the airlines are 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 doing gangbusters these days. I know they cut back a bit on capacity, but have you seen more planes coming out than coming back to be parked? Well, look, the, 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 there's a shift in in aviation today towards, I mean, let's face it, towards more fuel-efficient aircraft. And so, but it doesn't mean that the older aircraft don't have life of their own. I mean, many of these aircraft are sold or leased to, uh, to, to com- com- companies in Africa, the Middle East, South America, et cetera. Um, okay. But in... With, with respect to um, the U.S. carriers and cargo operators, they are clearly shifting to more efficient, fuel-efficient aircraft um, going forward. And so that's what they're doing, and, and that's in conjunction, obviously, with all the outsourcing that they've done, uh, particularly the legacy carriers, outsourcing all of their labor, their, their maintenance, et cetera, which is what we really do, Rudy. That's that's. That's really what Marana does best is we maintain or provide maintenance checks on commercial aircraft. For, for commer- uh, aircraft that are in service right now? That's correct. All right. I can guess That's the correct. reason they're in the Arizona desert, but you're the, you're the professional. Tell me why. Well, the climate is, is very conducive for the aircraft to, to remain out there um, for an indefinite period of time. You don't have a lot of corrosion uh, damage done to the aircraft when they're out in the desert. 
and it's it's just the ideal climate. There's really two places in North America where you can store that amount of aircraft. One is in Arizona, where we are. The other one is in California. I'm talking with Jim Martin. He is the CEO of Marana Aerospace Solutions. It's a place where planes go to be stored or to park or maybe even the end of their life and and sold as scrap or part of them sold as scrap. Um, it's in the Arizona desert near the town of Marana, Arizona, in between Tucson, closer to Tucson than it is to Phoenix, but en route between the two cities uh, off the interstate. Okay, so I see all these aircraft. Some of the logos have been... Uh, covered up, but you can tell by the colors that, you know, Northwest is Delta, there's British Airways, there's everybody out there. It's it's such an odd sight to see. Are those airlines paying for the storage every month, renting storage, or is it the owners of the aircraft who have leased them to airlines who are paying? It's all of the above. So, you okay. know, some, the, 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 the owners of the aircraft will pay for the storage. Um, the, the lessee sometimes will pay for the storage or the lessor will pay for the storage for a period of time as they're transitioning the aircraft to a new lessee. The, the other uh, Jim, thing you... that... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead, please. Well, what I was going to say is the, the other thing that's, that's really conducive for uh, at Marana is, is the ability of, of Marana to take on large leasing companies. And the reason that Marana is such a great facility for that is leasing companies don't have anywhere to, to park their fleet when the, when the aircraft come back off of lease. And so they will put them in the desert with us, and what we'll do is we'll wait for them to sign a new lease with a, with a lessee. We'll bring mm-hmm. that aircraft in for a, call it a bridge check, which means that we're essentially getting it ready to fly again with more cycles on the engines and more cycles on the, on the airframe. And, and then we'll, we'll allow the, the, the leasing company to execute the long-term lease with that new lessee. All right. You have, and, a, a back, you have a background in aviation. You, worked, you ran a large aviation company in Miami. Um, you are often asked to comment on what's going on in the airline business. You've already told me sort of one trend, which is airlines, of course, looking for more modern, lighter, fuel-efficient uh, planes that can carry passengers. Watching the inflow and outflow of your aircraft there at Marana in Arizona, what does it say about the airline industry uh, to your professional eyes? I, I think the airline industry is is positioned well going forward uh, for a few reasons. Number one, there's more insuring of labor and maintenance work than there was in the past. So airlines no longer have to take their aircraft overseas to have them maintained. They can do it right here in North America because, ironically, the North American labor rates are essentially on par with Asia and, and in some cases, Central America. So that enables the, the, the legacy carriers and, and the U.S. carriers to be able to, to keep their fleets within North America and maintain them in North America and not pay fairing costs and, and have additional costs incurred by, by taking the aircraft overseas. So okay. that, that then secondly, the, if you look at the, the, the five to seven year projections for aviation, it's what, what they'll tell you is that the average seat cost, the average uh, cost per seat mile has mm-hmm. continued to come down for airlines over the last 
10 years and most notably in the last five years. And some of that is the likes of American Airlines going into bankruptcy and taking out a lot of the, the, the pension costs and the, and the, and the union costs and, and driving their, their, their operating costs down, similar to what Delta did and what uh, U.S. Air did in the early 2002-2004 period. Right. So your average uh, cost per seat mile continues to come down, and it, I know you fly often, Rudy, as I do, and those planes are full. So you're getting a lot of the revenue, but, but now your costs are coming down, so the margins are improving for these airlines, and they, and they should continue to improve going forward. Well, certainly their stock reflects. We've got about 30 seconds left. Real fast, Jim. On the other side of Tucson is a uh, airplane graveyard for military jets. It's equally impressive. What is the name of that one? Well, it's it's actually it's an air museum, um, and it's, I believe it's the Tucson Air Museum, if I'm not mistaken, that you're referring to. No, um, and it there does. is a Tucson Air Museum, but there's also a, a boneyard for military aircraft. It's a, 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 but I can't think of the name of it. I did go and look yeah, at it as well. Ja- it's adjacent to it. You're right. And, there, and there's, there's many military aircraft out there. In fact, I drove by it today. Unbelievable. Jim Martin, CEO of uh, Marana Aerospace Solutions, thanks for dropping in. It's a fascinating thing. If you're going to Arizona, don't miss it. Take care, Jim. Thank you, Rick. Thanks for stopping by. Jim, you're in Rudy Max's world. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Introducing Orbitz Rewards. It's the only way to earn and redeem rewards instantly. And the only thing better than earning and redeeming instant travel rewards? Earning and redeeming even more instant travel rewards. When you join Orbitz Rewards, use the promo code GOGOGO for an extra 15% off eligible hotels. Instant rewards you can pile on top of more instant rewards. That's what we call happy. Sign up now at Orbitz.com slash rewards to get instant vacation gratification or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. This is a footnote to the last interview about that uh, air for, excuse me, um, airplane boneyard in the desert uh, outside Tucson. We, I made reference to the military airport boneyard that's on the other side of Tucson. It's called the Davis-Monthan Air Force Base, Davis-M-O-N-T-H-A-N. Air Force Base, and it's adjacent to the PIMA, P-I-M-A, the PIMA Air and Space Museum in Tucson, Arizona. If you want to see a, a, a video um, of, uh, there's, there's some videos for flying over these boneyards, just go to YouTube and type in aircraft graveyard. Uh, the one with the military planes is uh, aircraft graveyard, Tucson, Arizona, part one. 
Okay. I promised you Jason Harris. We got Jason Harris, our tech craver. That is his website, techcraver, C-R-A-V-E-R.com. He is our man with all the latest uh, uh, gadgets that apply to travel. And with Father's Day coming up and graduations, but perhaps you have a high school senior or college senior graduating and you want to find him a gift. Jason's got a list. He's checked it twice, and we'll go through it as quickly as we can. Jason, welcome back to the show. What's at the top of your list? The top of my list, Rudy, is a MiFi unit. It allows us to stay connected while we're on the road, whether domestically or international. This one that I really like lately is called the AT&T Unite Pro. And what I really like about this one, Rudy, is MiFi's allow you to use a set, like a 4G LTE connection, and you can connect your your iPad or your computer up via via Wi-Fi to this and use it kind of kind of as a way to get online. These have been around for years. They're not really new. But one thing yeah. I really like about this one is that it has a big battery on it. It's really chubby, and it actually allows you not only to get online but to charge your phone off of the MiFi. So if you're at the end of the day and you want to juice up your, your iPhone, Android, or other smartphone, you can do that with the AT&T Unite Pro. Ah, interesting. Okay. All right. So you can find that at an AT&T store? Yeah, you find that the AT&T store for $50. One thing that I really like about this one also is you can connect up to 15 devices to it. So you huh. and, the, and the kids and your aunt and uncle, they can all, they can all get online using the Unite Pro. And the, the okay. data service is about $50 a month depending on what plan you choose from AT&T. Yeah, I wish they'd bring that down. I have a My, uh, AT&T MiFi, not this new one, not this one called the Unite Pro. And I use it so I'm paying $40 a month to and I hardly ever use it. Anyway, uh, now you've got the Jambox Mini. That also is uh, not a new gadget. I mean, it's got it's a Bluetooth audio speaker thing, so there are no wires. But again, you say there's an improvement on the on the uh, basic. Yeah, this actually this one is new. It's called the Jambox Mini, Rudy, and it's it's smaller, more compact. It actually sounds better than the than the old model. They've been able to fine tune those speakers, and it comes in these really cool colors. So I really like it because I throw it in my bag wherever I go because it allows me to listen to Spotify in my hotel room or if I'm out by the beach via my uh, either my computer or or my smartphone. And the the thing I like about this Jambox Mini in particular is they just updated the software on it, so you can actually buy two Jambox Minis and have full stereo sound rather than just one 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 sound out of one box and it, they're they're very very cool and you can uh, pump music from your uh, smartphone onto it so that, so you say the Jambox mini i've got your notes here is available in multiple colors for 130 dollars and for a limited time the speaker is available for 50 dollars off at your closest microsoft store i don't i don't I, I, is this for two speakers or one speaker this is just for the one speaker is so is if you want to have stereo do you have to buy two of these you have to buy two two of the units yes so is 130 with the $50 off or 50 out, subtracted from 130? Uh, it's 50 my, uh, yeah, so it would be $80 per unit. So it's 80 bucks at a Microsoft store right now. It's called the Jambox Mini. Okay, B- before you do the Dropcan Pro, I really want to get in the dry case, which is a waterproof enclosure for your smartphone. I know it's 40 bucks and it's uh, basically you can go swimming with it, right? Yeah, you can go swimming with it. You can go jogging with it. What I really like is it's it's basically a little vinyl bag that you put your smartphone in, and then you suck the air out with a little with a little hand pump. And yeah, it's it's good. It, it makes your it makes your phone waterproof. So say you're going on a hike, and you know there's some water around. That way, you can use your phone regardless of whether you go or if you t- if you want to take a little dip in the pool. Because also you can you can put your your headphones into it and uh, suck the air out, and that way you can even listen to tunes while you're while you're um, phone is in the dry case. Uh, it's about $40, and it's available at Amazon or most major electronics retailers. And it's called dry case. Okay, the Dropcam Pro. Yeah, the Dropcam Pro I'm really excited about because I like to keep an eye on my house 
just the main room, just for security uh, while I'm gone. And also, this is good for someone who uh, wants to keep an eye on. Maybe maybe they're leaving their pet for a few days and they want to keep want to kill. What it is is it's a it's a it's a webcam that hooks up to your Wi-Fi network. It's only two hundred dollars, and it also has night vision. So, say something goes bump in the night, you can actually uh, log into Dropcam, uh, go go and go go into your side, go in and see different rooms in your house. You can you put multiple ones on in your house, so you can have view of the kitchen, the upstairs bedroom, the backyard. However, you want to do it, Dropcam will do it for you. Are they t- fairly tiny and discreet? They are about the size of a, of a typical webcam. They sit on a they sit on a on a on a on a desk or a dresser, that sort of thing. So yeah, if if you have a webcam for your computer, it's just a little bit bigger than that. But you can put it. You buy multiple ones and put them in different rooms. You do. You just plug it in, and it and then you configure them to connect to your Wi-Fi network. And yes, you can have multiple ones in all over your house. Is there sound so you can bark at somebody if you're in Paris and they're in your house in Tucson or something? There is a mic so you can hear what's going on, but no, there's no there's no mic so you wouldn't. Oh, you be able can to. hear so you can hear if something goes bump in the night. Yes, yes, there there is audio on it. You can, but you cannot. You can't speak. There's no speaker, so you can't speak got to it. it. Got it. And well, yeah. that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Okay, Jason. Hey, thanks very much. Visit Jason's website, TechCraver, T-E-C-H-C-R-A-V-E-R dot com, and check out some of these items. And I bet uh, Janet will put it on my Facebook fan page, Rudy Max at Travel slash Leisure, as well. Take care, Jason. Thank you. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. At last, Nexium, the purple pill, is available without a prescription for frequent heartburn. See those women drinking their iced mocha whatevers? Now they have Nexium level protection. That guy struggling to text and eat soup at the same time? Him too. Introducing Nexium 24-Hour, the protection of the number one prescribed acid-blocking brand, just without the prescription. New Nexium 24-Hour, Nexium-level protection, now in the heartburn aisle. May take one to four days. Use as directed to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Hey, welcome to Boost Mobile. What can I get for you today? Well, uh, what are your options? Well, you can pick a phone and get a plan starting at just $40 a month with unlimited talk, text, and data. Hmm, okay, okay. Uh, how much is the plan for uh, this smartphone? $40 a month. What about the plan for that one with the huge screen? Yeah, that one also is $40 a month. Even with the new Samsung Galaxy S5? Yep. How much is the plan with that shiny gold phone? <laughs> it's got to be like, what, a thousand bucks, right? Wrong. No matter which phone you choose, our plan started at $40 a month. Okay, okay, I get that. But but what about... Pick the phone you want on the plan you want. Plan starting at only $40 a month for unlimited talk, text, and data on a nationwide Sprint 4G LTE network. Boost Mobile. $40 plan includes 500 megabytes a month of 3G, 4G high-speed data. Video streaming may be limited to 3G speeds. Shrinking payment discounts are not included with monthly unlimited select plans. Coverage not available everywhere. Sprint 4G LTE reaches over 200 million people. Phone availability may vary. Additional restrictions apply. See in-store materials or boostmobile.com for details. A click. A single click of the mouse. It seems harmless. But what is a click, really? 
A click is a decision. A click can buy, send, agree, decline, cancel. A click can say I trust you or I don't. The click is a powerful thing and anyone could compromise your personal information. So make the one click that can help protect you. Go to identityguard.com slash free for a free trial. Identity Guard, because it doesn't take much. Geico presents Strange Saving Stories. Astronomers detected an interstellar transmission. It stated, Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The implications were staggering. Was the cosmos telling us we could all save hundreds on car insurance with Geico? Or did their radar merely pick up a signal from the nearby Rufus and Clyde's morning show? We may never know. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. It's 43 minutes after the hour. If you've always you've read about them in various lifestyle and travel magazines, these fabulous wine and food tastings that take place in bucolic locations in California, well, now's the time to plan ahead for the first weekend of September 5th and 6th. Because in uh, the Mendocino Coast area, of Cal- in Mendocino Coast in California, Northern California, there's something called the Wine Song Charity Auction and Tasting that will be going on. The Executive Director, Jerry Erickson, joins me now from California. Jerry, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you aboard. Hi, Rudy. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about our event. Well, I'm first uh, intrigued by the name Wine Song. Give me a little history on that. Yes, well, it was basically, we had a small group of really dedicated volunteers back in 1985 with a vision and a pickup truck that decided to put together an auction for our hospital. And um, they wanted to take advantage of our natural resources, so we have a beautiful wine region and a very lively arts community. So they created an event with uh, wine and music and a lot of art. And is that still the format for the event? It is. It's grown quite quite a bit in 30 years. It's now a two-day event, (laughs) and we have five separate um, offerings throughout the uh, weekend. What does that mean, five separate offerings? Well, we uh, start on uh, Friday. We bring our folks in early, and uh, we have a Pinot Noir celebration at a lovely inn along the Mendocino Coast with beautiful ocean views. And it gives our participants an opportunity to enjoy our Anderson Valley Pinot Noirs, talk to winemakers, and have a more personal one-on-one experience. It's a small event that we uh, keep to about 300 people, and it gets them started with the weekend. And then we have a special party in the evening for some of our top bidders, generally at a private home along the ocean, where we get to talk a little bit about our auction lots and get folks all prepped for the next day, where we start with our tasting, and then we bring folks into a live and silent auction after they've uh, gone through 47 acres of um, the botanical gardens, visiting 100 wineries and 50 culinary vendors. Now, can can what, by the way, if you'd like more information, if this is already intriguing you, winesong.org is the website. So, Jerry, if, if I was going to attend this, I was going to fly to California uh, and, and attend this, would I pick and choose which of these events I want to attend? 
You can. We actually sell uh, three tickets. Uh, we have one separate ticket for our Pinot Noir celebration on Friday, September 5th, and that's $50. And, again, that gives you access to wonderful Pinot Noirs and the ability to speak with the winemakers. And, and what are the other two tickets, Saturday- briefly? Pardon? Yeah. What are the other two tickets, briefly? And on Saturday, we have our general admission ticket for the main event, which is the tasting and silent auction, and that okay. is $150 per person, all-inclusive. And then we have the VIP ticket, which is for our uh, tasting and the uh, live auction lunch, and that is $250 per person. Okay. Now, uh, anybody's invited, right? Is there an uh, obvious is a limit? This is, to ben- is it still to benefit a local hospital? Absolutely. Benefit our Mendocino Coast Hospital. We're a small 25-bed hospital that serves about 560 square miles and about 18,000 people. And uh, the next closest hospital is over an hour away through Winding Mountain Road. So it's absolutely vital that we have some type of health care services where we are. And the Mendocino Coast has is, is got to be one of the country's most beautiful stretches of uh, landscape. It really is. It is such a spectacular place. It's where uh, the ocean meets the majestic redwood forest. And then as you go inland, we have the beautiful winding roads with the wine country. And it's just really a, a magical place. And how is and the we weather call- in September? The weather is absolutely perfect. It's actually our summer. Um, our summer starts a little bit later than most folks. So as um, it starts getting a little cooler and fall starts to set in. We actually get warmer. So uh, the sun is shining. It's generally in the mid-70s, and it's just crystal clear and beautiful. It's the best time to visit the coast. Sounds good to me. If it sounds good to you, this wine song takes place September 5th and 6th this year. Uh, the title of the uh, this particular festival is 30 Years Never Looks So Good. It's the weekend after Labor Day weekend. You can find more information by going to winesong.org. Jerry Erickson is the executive director of the Mendocino Coast Hospital Foundation and chair of the annual Wine Song Charity Auction and Tasting. Uh, thanks for joining me, Jerry. Well, thank you, Rudy. We hope to see you in September. Oh, I would love to be there. We'll see what thing, what's going on in September. Take care. Well, thank you. Bye. And by the way, if you're flying out there, JetBlue has announced its new business class section called Mint. They've got a special deal from now through August. Well, I guess you got to get out there by the end of uh, by August 8th. 600 bucks business class coast to coast on JetBlue from the east coast to the west coast and back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info@rudymaxa.com. At To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you here in Rudy Maxa's World. We're here every weekend on your favorite radio station. I hope you'll join me regularly to talk about travel because there's always something new coming up in, in travel. Now, we talked uh, a few weeks ago about olives, the virtue of olives where olives are from, the culture and history of olives, but basically where to travel, how to see them. And along comes a new book by Betsy Fentress called Almonds, Recipes, History, and Culture. I did not know, I did not know that California was such a huge almond-growing state and that you could actually visit, I guess, almond groves. We'll learn a little bit from Betsy. Betsy, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. 
fun. And I, by the way, I oh. love your Johnny Cash intro every week. Look forward to it. I'm sorry, Betsy. I, I didn't hear the very first thing you said. Can you repeat that? I said, I'm happy to be here, and I love your Johnny Cash intro every week. I love oh. that song. Oh, well, that's nice of you to say so. I, I appreciate it as well. Okay, you are co you're a writer and editor and avid baker. You're co-author of Almond's Recipes, History, and Culture. I'll give the, yes, we'll I the website website out in a moment, but I have always understood from folks who eat uh, probably healthier than I do that almonds are sort of the perfect nut, that they're the best nut to eat health-wise um, in the wide universe of nuts. They are, and they're full of vitamin E, and the big news a couple of years ago was that they reduced the calorie content um, because they found that you really weren't absorbing a lot of the fat. They were so high fiber, so that was a, a big boon for the almond industry to promote almonds. And how important is California, the almond industry? Uh, California is the epicenter of the almond industry for the whole world. They produce 82% of the world's almonds. Whoa. And almonds are the number one export from the state of California, two and a half times larger than their wine exports, believe it or not. I had no idea. I mean, I've, drive, I've driven all around California. I've spent months living in different places in California, and I just, I just never come across an almond grove. Isn't it funny? It's they're mostly located in the San Joaquin Valley, and okay. uh, there are six thousand almond growers, and there are eight hundred. Excuse me. Go ahead. And you're going to eight hundred. Go ahead. There's eight hundred thousand almond trees there. Okay. Now, now this is a travel show. Obviously, what can a traveler do vis-a-vis -vis the almonds of California? Well, the big event uh, every year in California is in late February, and it's the Cape Almond Festival. And you can go there, and there's just all kinds of almond goods and products to eat. And at that time, there is a beautiful scenic drive. It's called the Almond Trail. And there are just almond trees in blossom everywhere. Uh, in terms, it's not quite like the wine industry where you can go and visit and spend the day, you know, eating almonds, but that's the really big event for the almond people in California. Did, uh, what did you call it, the Capé? Yes, the Capé Almond Festival. How do you spell Capé? C-A-P-A-Y. And is that the name of a town or an orchard? It's actually named a kind of unincorporated area in Northern California um, along Highway 5. So you would go to where? What's the ma largest major city? Or the, the largest big city, I should say. Um, I believe it's near Sacramento. Okay. All right. So, so and, 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 uh, and, and, and can you spell Capay again if somebody just ran to get a mention? Sure. C-A-P-A-Y. Just like it sounds. Okay. So that's an annual yes. festival in, in February. All right. Yeah. You, uh, one, one thing I found interesting in your book was the enormous history of almonds, going back to biblical times, for goodness sake. Yes. They actually, the oldest um, almond remnants or you know, architectural facts were found in um, the, near the Sea of Galilee, which is called, also called the Fertile Crescent, from about 18,000 years ago. So they originated in southwestern Asia and really took hold in the Middle East, and then they made their way to, from the Moors to Spain in about the 8th century. Were almonds ever used as currency? I've tried to find that out. They are along the Silk Road, so we're assuming that they were used for barter. But uh, I've never been able to establish that 100% for sure. And how did you get interested, so interested in almonds? My co-author, Barbara Bryant, was very interested in them. She ate them all the time, and she actually ended up investing 
in an almond farm in Northern California, and she said, you got to come out. Excuse me, almond orchard is what they technically call them because they're stone fruit. So I went out and saw the process and fell in love with it. Every part of an almond is used. Their husks are used, cows use them for feed, and the shells are used. Every single part of the almond is used. And so we said, we've got to do a book on this. Nobody had done a book on almonds. And they're really just exploding in the culinary world right now. They're everywhere. Well, I I noticed some very... You've got some very intriguing recipes in your book. Let me give the website out, uh, Betsy, before I say goodbye to you. It is cookwithalmonds. Is that cookwithalmonds.com? Yes, cookwithalmonds.com. And you have a link there, I believe, to the Copay Festival, to the the annual Copay Valley Almond Festival that's in February. Yes. Great. Well, Betsy, thank you. Uh, Thanks for a little glimpse into a world I didn't know existed in California. Okay. Thanks for having me on, Rudy. Betsy Fentress is co-author of this new book on almonds. The title is Almonds, colon, Recipes, History, and Culture, about 160 pages. Gorgeous color pictures of some recipes. Check it out. Uh, there's a link on, on my Facebook fan page, Rudy Max at Travel Leisure, as well. If you happen to be in the car and can't remember all this stuff, just go to Facebook, look for my fan page. Hit the like button while you're there, will you? We did go over 4,000 the other day. We're headed up to 5,000. I want to thank my engineer, Jeff Ryder, my executive producer, Janet de Acevedo McDonald for making all this happen, and all our affiliate stations who carry the show, and you for listening. See you next weekend. listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.